Welcome to the Bad Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia, and I have a very special guest with me today. Her name is Samantha Swain, and she's a true crime writer from Chicago, and she worked in the Criminal Investigation Division, and I am so blessed to have you here because you are using your voice for change and inspiring me every day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm very humbled to be here today. Yep. And um, she does not work there anymore. She now lives in Georgia and she's a full-time writer and she is called a collaborative coordinator for various timely and challenging topics called anthologies mainly domestic violence, narcissism, regrets and depression, and the lifestyle of BDSM. Um, thus far, we still have uh, Domestic Violence, uh, the first anthology out on Amazon, and I am reading it right now. I love it. There's uh, four writers the, in here. Yes, and they are the best group. They are like every question that enters my mind I always go back to them it's like the family that you never thought you had and um I measure and and I hate to say this but I measure everyone else's project to theirs because they were on it the ages range widely yeah. and um their circumstances uh range widely and uh i recently found out that one of the writers she okay granted she was abused by her father but she doesn't know who her parents are she found out that the man and the woman that raised her are not her parents whoa whoa at whoa. what age whoa oh she was old enough where that played an impact in her life you know you you how, i eat oh, oh. <laughs> i she you know and i call her the baby of the bunch because she's the youngest of that group Which and one? i'm not i you i'm not saying me. okay no um but she she, whoa, whoa, <laughs> she don't know who her parents are. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Now here she is with her own children, married, and living a, a good substantial life. But there will always be that in the back of her mind. Yeah. You know, uh, she would not have 
stories to tell her children. She would not, she, she can't relate to a lot of things that people discuss about their families. She wouldn't know what that is. Yeah. Wow. Well, I hope that she can heal from, I guess, that realization of maybe, you know, it was not her fault. I'm not sure which person you're talking about, but. Right, right. And I tell you how the group came about, I, I, in a sense, put a call out Mm -hmm. (laughs) to social media that hey, I'm looking to do this anthology and I'm looking for inexperienced writers. Well, blow me down. People who started contacting me, messaging me, and, you know, I really would be like, no, no. You know, I felt like a a movie director. No, no, no. (laughs) And then there was a... a a man who not only stepped up, but he stepped forward. So he has been the only man, the, uh, I give him so much respect because no one likes the role that he played in Domestic violence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, much respect for him. You know, his life has gone on. He has a child or two, maybe. He's married. Uh, Life really had gone on for him. And we did uh, a group interview uh, once that book was out. And um, like I said, their stories just, even the host of the the segment, she, she was like, her eyes were like this big. And I'm so glad that I had a Kleenex I didn't know that I would be using it, but every time they would have a part, I would tear up. And it got to the point where even he had to, you know, Mm -hmm. he sat back to where he was shaded, where you couldn't see his face. He was crying. Everybody was crying. Not bawling, but respectful tears just like we made it y'all yeah we made it yeah 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 survived yeah so every anthology that i have and it looks like the year 2020 is turning out to be a, a year of anthologies um i compare and like children, you know, you don't compare children, but I honestly, honestly have point in my mind, I point to them 
Like, if you can't do it like this, then, you know, no, that won't work out. And uh, they are just, whoo, and, and that's, that anthology is how I learned I can't read everybody's part. I, I just can't because it's overwhelmingly taxing for yeah. me. For me too. I, I, I just can't I, because, you know, either you'll laugh a little bit and you'll, you'll definitely cry or, you know, shed some tears and you, but people are going through things they really are going through it and i much respect to all of them i mean well yeah being locked down right now in these situations i can't imagine i'm not in yeah. them yeah yeah i'm just blessed to have my own space and my own safe spot like this is my first safe place and this okay. Is and keep it safe. Know. You must keep it safe. You you have little eyes that are looking to you for their sense of normalcy, <laughs> and they're growing up to keep it safe. You know yeah. they they will get a scraped knee. They will you know argue amongst each other, but. You know, it has to be safe for them to do so. You know, they, if something does happen to a knee, they know they can run home and, and tell mama. Mm -hmm. And mama, you know, we, we may not do much, but to them, mm -hmm. well, we make it so much better when it's a safe space yeah um so i wanted to really ask you about um the other anthologies because you you had me very interested with narcissism I, that tends to be a pattern with these abusers yeah well and let me tell you people for a time when they came together and these are business women. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that amazed me uh, because another average person would say, well, you didn't know? No, that you, you don't know no. until you are trapped. And that's what it feels like. And, um, people either don't know what it is and when you tell them they yeah. then they can say oh like Make so excuses. and so yeah 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 that's what it is oh oh but there you know this happens only sometimes and blah 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 exactly, exactly. that behavior exactly. Exactly. And a narcissist knows 
what to say and do to keep their prey right there. They know, um, it, it, in, in technical terms, they're called uh, supply. They treat you as a supply, you know, and when you no longer serve a purpose, they have already. Uh, they made new plans. Yeah. Yeah. They've already zeroed in on the next supply and it takes years. It takes years to come out of that mentally yeah. because it's all a, a mental yep. stance for them yep did you ever think um because i i've read this online um that narcissists have the capacity of a toddler to accept and receive love so to them other people look um weak with their kindness love and respect and forgiveness that to them is like ah oh, gotcha you know what yeah. i mean yeah, yeah. the capacity of, of a toddler <laughs> one of the writers of that anthology uh she has had an experience with her narcissist where all she can recall is shielding herself laying on the ground and he him standing above her now it could have gone a lot different than what it has she may not be here but because he needed her as a supply in his mind that was the limit you know he didn't see the damage that he just caused he just saw her as a supply and if he ended that supply well then they start to think where would that leave me yeah. You know, if they don't have another B plan, you know, so, um, and only because I know the history of that, um, did I read a little bit into her part, because that's due to be published soon, um, within the next week, but I tell you, um, and they live a life. They, they can, you, it's nothing you can spot. Yeah. They don't look a certain way. They don't, uh-uh. You have to no. be around them a little bit. Yeah. But they, yeah. Have, they have this charming quality that yes. you are attracted to already and they already spotted you before you even noticed them yes yep 
Yeah, I've been discarded by a narcissist myself. And um, I gotta say, it takes a long time to even realize yeah. you're with a narcissist. It does. It does. It does. And um, of all the anthologies, that is the one that I relate to. Um, and unbeknownst to most that know me, I mean, you know, some know, but uh, I'm degree, I'm a psychologist. Okay. And so I can catch it before it even heads my way. You know, so while a narcissist looks at me, well now, I already know. I already know what what their game is and uh, how I relate to it is because the one that I know, um, I grew up with him. He's known me all my life and I've known him all his life. And um, so, you know, in a sense, we have that kinship. And he is, <laughs> even just as a friend, he's a hard one to get rid of. <laughs> but but <laughs> I am, I have the personality that, you know, he, I'm something to figure out for him. Yeah. Yeah, and until he can figure it out, he will be around, and that's fine. I love his brother, I love his mother, and, you know, dearly. And see, so that's how far back we go. Yeah. You know, there is no separating that, and I've, I've been talking to him all this morning. Because, you know, it's just, um, it's just a kinship that we, we have, but I know, I know. So I know how to keep him at bay. Yeah. So, yeah. so these other anthologies are also on Amazon. Uh, which ones are you looking at? <laughs> Well, this one is called Domestic Violence. I just want to get it straight. Then there's one that's called Narcissism, Regrets that's and up next. That's up next. Oh, okay. So it's coming. All righty. Yeah. And then Regrets and Depression is on uh, Amazon. And just before I joined the room for this chat, um, one of the writers asked, if she can add to her story okay. and I'm like oh wow yeah exactly There's more exactly. <laughs> and because of this stay at home thing yeah business <laughs> that's going on um I I can see I can see and see, their um, 
writings, because it fell under a certain amount of pages, it was ebook only. No, she wants that paperback. So I told her what's needed, and she she said she will do it. Whoa, a whole paperback. <laughs> Like like it, this big, her story is at least this big? No, no, no. She wants it republished and she will make up the difference in pages in order to make it an ebook and paperback. Hmm. Okay. So she she's she's serious. And I think I I can't recall. I can't recall which she wrote on if it was regret or depression because right about now everybody I come across they're depressed because of the whole stay at home business but uh, I, I told gave her the rundown and I know where it fell short mm -hmm. and um, I'm not I, I'm not pointing fingers, but, um, you know, it's interesting how she did everything that was needed. She did. Okay. But she wants to make up that difference because she wants the paperback. And she said, because right about now, it is going to be time to holiday shop. And yeah. she is going to get 20 books. Whoa. She wants 20 books because she is giving those as gifts this year. Uh, and I think, that's, I think that's funny. But I... Great idea. I, yeah. And I... <laughs> I can... um much respect to her she she saw her way out of the predicament that she was in much respect to her yeah um okay what about since you're a psychologist i'm sorry i totally did not introduce you properly and that's what you did in the criminal investigation right you worked with these criminals to identify motives? Did you question them? Or was it a lot of the domestic violence that you were involved with? How did you get here? Your voice is breaking up, but I think I understood. Oh, I, um, I said, I can repeat myself. I said, um, when you worked in Chicago in the criminal investigation division, did you work as a psychologist? What was your role there? It wasn't there. That's just where I grew up, born oh. and raised. Um, I'm outside of Atlanta, where I worked in a criminal investigation. And I took, and it must have been because of my personality, I took on multiple roles. And I forget, honestly, I forget what I was hired as. I wasn't law enforcement. Uh, 
So I didn't participate in interrogation or anything like that. Um, but I tell you, my my own book, my solo book, which will I'm trying to accomplish that now, um, is called Through the Window. And it's about a young lady who had a baby. There was a death, not hers, but because I knew a little bit of why she was brought in for interrogation, I asked her, do you want a bottle of water? And she said, yes, as they typically will, yeah. And so I left out the room as if I was going to get a bottle of water, but I came back empty-handed. I did that three times until she got angry. And I did that on purpose, and I'll tell you why. That is what her child went through. Because when the, the, the baby, who was actually not a baby, yeah, th this is going to be a book that people are going to have to get. Because the baby's diaper was dry. Okay, so that means the baby didn't have enough fluid to produce urine to wet the diaper. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what she did to her own child, I did to her. And she got mad because she was catching on that I caught on. Well, th that's not my fault. But, uh, you know, and I tell you, the GBI and, and you know, the place where all bodies go for autopsies and things like that, not only did we find out that the child was older than what was suspected, but this had gone on for some time that she had treated her own child that way. And uh, GBI has this thing, because they're doctors, they are doctors. Um, when it comes to children, they will fold their arms and imprint a smile on that child's face. So that will be the last thing that you see and I much respect to them because they all do it. They all have a way 
of setting a scene for whoever has to come to identify the body or whatever. And that is what they do for, for children. And I think that's something special. That's special. Yeah. This, so you said it wasn't a baby and she, it was the child who died under her care? It, it, her child, but the child was a child, not a baby. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really, there's a big difference when a, a, a baby grows up to childhood. You know, they learn differently they operate differently then yeah but she kept that child in the stage of a baby so i i yeah but when i figured out a way to make her angry i was impressed with myself because i'm thinking Oh, they got you now. They got you because they couldn't get her for murder. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a heinous crime. And that is one thing, and I understand why, that is one thing that upsets people. You know, when a person is dead, well, it must have been murder. Well, not. It was neglect. You right. you will have to read the okay. book. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to tell me the cause of death. Uh, n- no. Okay. I can't. I look forward to it. Yeah. Um, when is that supposed to come out? When I I don't know. I should have been out by now. You know, working on these anthologies that seem to fit challenging times situations of now. Yes, I wanted to give that priority. Thank you. And um, one anthology that I'm having difficulty on is the one because i need all men if i can just get one one man two would be supreme but if i could just get one other because i have one on standby Mm -hmm. and he is in a different country and he wants his part he he wants his voice heard and it is on mental illness and men and that is the one that i can't pull anybody together on this because i'm thinking of all the men that we know of all the men that we know that have issues uh they don't see themselves as having an issue mm-hmm. but they got one they got it i think i can find you some writers but um which topic uh mental illness in men 
and mental illness and men. Okay, I under a you know a fake name probably I could get him to do it. Yeah, yeah, because I, I and I know because they are men. You know that that pride just they who 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 they yeah that you ego know. too big <laughs> yeah 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 and, 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 and you know because everybody else is so used to it that it has just been okay. And to give you an example, um, I forget the the show. Oh, Divorce Court, Judge Lynn Toller. And I really dig her. I dig her. And she says she keeps her her psychiatrist on speed dial. (laughs) And why? Because not because of other people do you know all her father's life he he was a uh, psychosis okay okay now he is from that generation of the good old boys she has a sister they went to the best colleges her sister is a surgeon and here she is a judge and because they kept things the same on routine at home. He never was diagnosed. He never received treatment. He, you know, and a person with psychosis can go off at any moment. And you just don't know. And if you're not familiar with it, it can scare you. But here they weren't scared. Now, the respect, now I don't even know her or him, didn't know him. But do you know, and they went to top universities for what they do. Do you know? They came out, graduated with no student loans. That man worked for his girls. That's amazing. He, 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 he worked and he took care of his wife. And he, you know, that's because they learned through his behavior to be the same. Mm-hmm. You know, he just wanted, because a person with psychosis, things have to be routine. So, you know, the book about men and mental illness, it can vary, um, which it, it does, uh, because what affects one man may not affect another man. He may have a different issue. And that's fine. But man, if I can close out my year with that, because I don't want to forget about the guys. I don't want to forget about the men. And they're depressed too. And 
they ha you know they have issues they really do but because they're the head of household it we chalk it up as normal or whatever and so life goes on but no he he is some wrong is <laughs> some wrong and judge toller said that one day her father you know from a different room had called one of them and because they were talking not paying him any attention he enters the room they were in and shoots off a gun now he knew better not to shoot anybody or himself. He, you know, psychosis is something different. He just wanted some attention. Oh my God. That's all he wanted. So what better way to get some attention than to enter a room and shoot a gun? Oh. Yeah. yeah, so that that has been her life and i think that is just amazing and she said that sometimes uh after work after you know she finishes court um she has to call her psychologist because she knows that she needs to get right and and she has all the information and i listened to how she talks about it with her being one of two the ratio of one of them having the issue of her father is her can you can you imagine you know so she always puts herself in check always because you you she doesn't want anything to happen to her and i was about two weeks ago was watching divorce court and um when she makes her ruling and she exits stage left um she said that Samantha, our video went out, but I think it's back. Okay, perfect. Okay. Um, she had mentioned, and she didn't ball, but she called everybody that was in the audience off guard. She said her mother just died. She just buried her mother. She said, so... I'm going to go, this is my ruling. And like, whoa, woman, whoa. Yeah, people, people are going through some things. And I think with all the anthologies, it, it's really hit home. It's really, um, the one on narcissism uh one part 
she's delayed in turning in her part. And I know why. She hasn't said anything, but I know why. Like I said, that is one of the subjects that I can relate to. And every time she comes up with an excuse on being delayed, it's because she she's editing. I, I didn't ask for that, but you know, she's okay. Editing. Editing. Oh. You know, nobody asked you to do that. But, you know, I just say, okay. And I did tell them that I am no longer asking, are you ready yet? Uh, I'm not going to ask that because it will always be so. See, she has the remnant behavior of a narcissist. You know, so I, 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 I'm glad I said I'm no longer asking mm-hmm. because I'm not. Interesting. Okay, well, that leads me to the next question. Um, what about the lifestyle of BDSM that has um, victims and survivors interested in it? Because... I am very curious about that. I have some people that uh, have been abused in the past that are very into it. Um, I don't want to talk specifics, but um, there is some kind of thrill about it. But I'm not a huge into it, but I have dabbled in there. So I was wondering, is it because I was a victim? Um, Is it because, you know? It doesn't That is one anthology that doesn't have anything to do with any of the others. That kind of is a a twist to to everything else that's going on. And people don't realize, and, and, and they shouldn't realize, that it's truly a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It truly is, and um, well, I, I, go ahead. I was gonna say I did not bring it up. I just kind of thought about it, and my friend messaged me and said, "Interesting lifestyle of BDSM." So I didn't write about that. I said, "Yeah, I'm not very sure on the specifics yet." So I'm like, what he is uh, into BDSM and he's very familiar with the community and he's a dom. And he said, this is what he said. He said, your thresholds for pleasure are very high, sometimes requiring some sort of pain or pleasure threshold. But in the true BDSM, yes. Um, Yes. (laughs) But in the true BDSM community, and especially me as the Dom, the woman has complete control and all avenues are agreed upon beforehand. There's a safe word. There are levels you can go to. There are hard limits because 
and you're sexually assaulted, you never had that opportunity. But in a true BDSM, each lover or player in the scene has absolute control and gives or takes power away at will. There are no great lines. I, I don't even know who this is, but I love him already. And there are certain topics that, you know, hey, we'll, we'll discuss uh, after this interview another okay. time because, uh, wow, I'm just like so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe he'll want to write, you know, in your in, in next anthology, because this is just like, I was blown away. I was like, well, you know, it's one thing to have a partner be rough and stuff like that, but it's another to relate it to sexual assault and being raped. That's like a whole nother level. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, your voice is going in and out again. Yeah. Uh, yours is also, I think it's the internet. Um, is there anything, is it still going in and out? No, not as good. Okay, it keeps going in and out, back and forth. Well, is there um, anything you'd like to share, Samantha? Because honestly, we could probably have another interview, come back on a show again, <laughs> and talk about, you know, the progress with these anthologies. But um, I, honestly, I don't have much more questions, but I think you should do an anthology on PTSD. You know, you're not the only one that has stepped forward with that. And no. And the reason being is that's too wide a range of a subject that it would be hard to convince. Um, there, well, there have been some, some topics that have come my way that I, I, I am not interested in doing. Okay. For obvious reasons, and um, uh, somebody had mentioned uh, sex trafficking. Don't want to get involved with that. Sex trafficking? Because, yes. Um, that's another one that is too... Too broad. Uh, yeah. I, woo. It, it has a lot of mental issues coming out of it that's for sure and healing it's just yeah the place. yeah Maybe yeah don't and don't start with me <laughs> you know you need to go elsewhere with that and um for whoever can come out of both those situations ptsd and sex trafficking uh, yeah. Yeah. If, if you can come out of that, then man, bless you. I yeah. I would. I would think that would be the man and and woman of steel because they will forever see life differently. They 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 truly would 
and um you know i can't see them condensing their parts to a certain amount of pages i can't see that because one could be a volume no yeah no it's just certain things that i i am not prepared to get involved with mm -hmm. um samantha our video went out again but i'm going to start it again um well i guess i can end that with um i myself suffer from ptsd from domestic violence so it is a broad topic because I know you can get about 10 stories in there, all of them ranging from uh, war zone, PTSD, to domestic violence, to sexual molestation as a child. Who knows? It's so broad. So I'm sure many of these people have PTSD that are in this anthology. So it's, it is very broad. You're right. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but the video did stop again, but that's okay. Um, so I just wanna thank you for the opportunity to um, you know, come on the show and talk about what you do. Um, I don't think I even understand the capacity of it. You do this all day long and you uh, find writers and you make these anthologies you edit them, you get them published, you promote them. Um, you said that you were going to reach out to a few celebrities. How is that going? Oh no. And, oh no. And we lost connection. Maybe she'll come back. Um, maybe she'll come back. Uh -uh. Samantha. Facebook. No, no, no. And we are and well, that was Samantha Swain, and she is a published author, full time writer collaborative coordinator for timely anthologies um it was very interesting to talk to her if you have any um stories you'd like to share you could reach out to her um if you would like to publish your story you like your voice to be heard on any of those subjects please reach out to her she is currently trying to come up with a second anthology for domestic violence. This is on Amazon right now, and I am going to be writing my story in the second one, 
which um, I don't know, the deadline is in a month, so I'm still writing mine. If you have any stories that you would like to um, contribute to this um, second domestic violence anthology, that would be amazing because during this time, we have so many people that are locked down, that are suffering um, in silence in their own home, and they're not allowed to leave all over the world. They're not allowed to leave, and it's even harder to leave because now you're locked down. Now you're also scared of protecting you know, your family and being safe in that way. So um, she... <laughs> There's a couple writers that dropped out of this anthology, so there are um, a few a few um, sections that need to be filled. Um, we need writers for sexual assault, psychological, and financial abuse. If you have a story and would like to share it, please um, contact Samantha Swain. She would love to have your voice be heard. Okay, well, thank you so much for listening to the Bad Bomb Podcast. I'm very pleased to announce that I am finally releasing my uh, podcast. I'm launching it tomorrow, and this is full-blown, and I'm not stopping. And I want to say thank you so much for supporting me, and um, just, I guess, stay tuned for the next episode. I'm releasing one today and another one a couple hours from right now. Um, so yeah, this is really intriguing because I get to talk to people all over the world about this that are suffering, that are survivors, that want to make a difference. So there's a whole crew. If you want to be part of the crew, let me know. If you want to um, hear more stories, you want to give me some criticism go for it because I am looking for that criticism I am in my beginning stages of this I am taking a podcasting class with London Real TV and Brian Rose is my inspiration if you haven't heard about London Real TV check him out he is very um, interesting he interviews other people on his podcast that are possibly controversial go-getters, very intriguing people that have made a difference, that have conquered every single challenge you could even think of. And um, I'm taking this podcasting class and it's about to be over. I'm sharing my story on here. Um, the next episode, I'll probably release more of my story. Um, so far, you've heard about um, a few people that want to share their stories, and um, you've also heard the children's interviews. I am currently continuing to fight for my children in court with my narcissist. And um, yeah, this is keeping me going. This is healing. This is also, you know, just a productive project for me. And I wish everybody a really healthy and safe weekend and just if you need to reach out to me you want to talk about your situation you want um i'm at now offering coaching uh 15 minute coaching classes um if you need support i am here i am very busy um it's a small fee and the podcasting class is actually encouraging it and 
this uh, I do full time. I work full time. I volunteer after work, give back to the safe houses and the shelters in the community. I um, get donations. I bring them to the people that need them. If they're leaving their abusers, they only have a bag of clothes. If that, when you're fleeing, you're fleeing. If you're <laughs> leaving your abuser and you need help, contact me also. I can coach you through it. I can give you some kind of advice. I can reach out to my team, see what we can do to help you. We have lawyers um, that we can refer you to. It just depends on the laws of that state. There are domestic violence clauses. Um, you can seek asylum in different states. Right now, we are locked down, but um, I can try and do everything I can to help you. Please reach me. Uh, at my email, thebadmompodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach me on Facebook uh, if you want to sign up. Um, I also have a blog that is in its uh, beginning stages because I'm more concentrating on the podcast. The blog is thebadmomblog.mom, and uh, you can also just reach me there. Um, have a nice day. Thank you.